today on Italian Radio Show. Italy wants the recognition it deserves for bringing espresso and great coffee to the world. Plus Italian news, food, music, and events. Coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. All'occhio piano e nessuno sentirà Il nostro amore lo viviamo io e te Nessuno sa la verità Nemmeno il cielo che ci guarda da lassù Insieme a te io resterò Amore mio, sempre così All'occhio piano e vieni più vicino a me Voglio sentire gli occhi tuoi dentro folks and welcome to the west coast italian radio bringing you the italian radio show right here on the abc talk and news radio network out of palm springs we're broadcasting to you on 11:40 a.m kmet down here in the beautiful palm springs area 1490 on your dial but you may be picking us up at one of our affiliate stations around the united states we got lots of affiliate stations both our abc affiliates and our non-ABC affiliates. So wherever you are, welcome to the show. We'd love to have you as part of the West Coast Italian Radio listeners. You can also hear us online 24-7. Of course, if you're out of one of our broadcast series, you can stream the show every Monday at 4 o'clock Pacific time. Just go to our website, WCIR.biz. Remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. Click the link at the top of the page. You can stream the day show live, or you can listen to all of our shows for the last six years in archives, including today's show, which goes into archive as soon as we're done today. Share it with all your friends, with all your family, all over the world. We want as many people as we can to listen and to love Italy and love the Italian culture. My name is Tony Lastella. I'm your host. I'm from New York originally, but I got the lovely the beautiful, the gorgeous girl here from Vincenza, Italy. Yes, folks, none other but my co-host, Marcia Caputo. Oh, the only one to have an accent, the really accent. I, I don't have to make up this. I really have the accent. <laughs> you got an accent? I never noticed. Oh, thing, huh? You like that? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, uh-huh. Marcia, you know, it's a beautiful day here. You know, today we're doing our host, our, our entire show, It's right. all about, um, you know, how Italy wants to have recognition for bringing espresso and really great coffee drinks to the world, right? Yeah, I mean, right. we don't hear yeah. about Starbucks and all this stuff. Uh, and trust me, you know, people, you, you need to listen to our after-hours show. We got this great after-hours show, which is a little risque. We call it the Italian Radio After-Hours or Italiano Luce Rosa, the red light. Italian radio show, right? Uh, and we're very, very frank. We're very, very blunt there with what we say and how we say it. Me, we're Italians. Come on, you know. Uh, this is not an FCC-approved show, so it's one that's done only on the Internet for 18, people 18 years and older uh, by subscription, but it's a lot of fun, and we tell you the real deal on this show. So we're going to tell you a whole lot more on that show, even though we do here today, 
about what the Italians really think about Starbucks and all the stuff that they're doing trying to get it into Italy there. But I know just in general, you know, I've talked to a lot of people. We've, we've over the years, Marcia, think of the people we've had on our show. They have come from various prominent Italian coffee, you know, companies. And the one thing that they all have in common is they all, you know, really kind of feel upset that Starbucks is getting all this credit for bringing espresso and Italian coffee drinks to the world. I mean, there would be no Starbucks if there was in Italy. Italy was the first one that brought espresso out, cappuccinos, coffee lattes. I remember years ago as a kid growing up with this. Even the, the name, the coffee, our name, but it's not the right thing. Like they say, caffè latte. Caffè yeah, latte yeah, is, yeah. Uh, then if you put Italian name, make sure it's exactly the same thing. But it's not, because Italians go to Starbucks, they're right here in the States, and say, oh, they have a caffè latte. Can I have a caffè latte? And they say, what is this? Yeah, yeah. This thing? I remember there was even an episode on The Sopranos, okay, oh, where Paulie, remember Paulie Walnuts, the guy in The Sopranos? He was one of Tony Soprano's sidekicks. And he was very, very upset because Starbucks and all these American coffee companies were stealing what he thought was the Italian heritage. They're trying to take credit for our heritage of bringing this stuff to the world, you know? So, uh, <laughs> what, what can I tell you? That's our show. You know, we're going to have a bunch of stuff about this all, uh, on today's show, but we're going to start right out with our Italian news. Okay. So mm-hmm. this is, you know, kind of just jumping into our coffee theme here. This is a thing that came out. I actually saw this uh, recently in the New York Times. Uh, it came out on May 4th. And the headline is, when the mafia serves coffee in the courthouse. <laughs> You're going to love this one, okay? This would only happen in Italy, by the way. And all this stuff is true. You couldn't make this stuff up, okay? It didn't happen here. It happened in Italy. Exactly. In Italy. Okay, it says, every day for the last three years, prosecutors and investigators in the southern Italian city of Potenza have been building a criminal case, uh, you know, against the mafia there. And while they do it, they keep going down to the uh, courthouse um, uh, cafe where they're going to eat uh, uh, parmesana, uh, eggplant parmesana. They're going to sip cappuccinos and so forth. But now they found out this cafe that in, in the courthouse is actually owned and run by the same powerful group of mafia mobsters that they're oh, trying no. to prosecute. No. This? <laughs> yeah, it's true, okay? So in the southern Italian city of Potenza, okay, these prosecutors and investigators, they're building 31 counts of, uh, you know, of, of, of different crimes against the mafia, including murder, extortion, and so forth, okay? But it was allegation number 19 that is the most incredible, okay? The suspects are accused of operating a cafe right inside the courthouse, okay? Okay. Every day for three years, of course, all the prosecutors, the cops, the investigators on the case are going to this cafe in the courthouse where they get their lunch, they get their their their, their lasagna, they get their eggplant parmesan and so forth. They get their cappuccinos right there, okay? And wow. yet at the same time, you know, the place is being used to launder money, and, and it's also being used as a base inside the courthouse where the criminals, they get information on all the crimes and all the stuff going on there so they can figure out, you know, how to get around it, right? Right. Hidden cameras have been installed 
in this uh, cafe, and they have they've had footage there of you know where the crime boss comes in, everybody's bowing to him, they're kissing his ring, and so forth. Okay. <laughs> so the revolution in Potenza is that something is clearly not working, and the anti-mafia control. Yeah, you think? Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> Police, prosecutors, all these people go to the bar, and of course, who knows how many things they've said. Now it sounds like uh, that the, whether the, like I said, the police found out about it. They started to install cameras, bugs, and all this. And they found out a lot of stuff now that they're also spying back on the mob, so to speak. They found out that the, this uh, mafia gang is controlling uh, different things in the city. Like they have a whole uh, a, a gaming, uh, the, a, a, a gaming thing uh, where they're doing illegal uh, gambling. They have there's a whole thing be, behind all this jewelry theft in the city, and of course, what's the mob's response? No, let me hear it. This the mob's one. response is they 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 look at it as a, as a prestige thing. They figure, well, if a criminal from another crime family goes there, and they see that the that that the, these guys actually have a courthouse cafe. You know, run by criminals, they must say, boy, these guys are really smart. So criminal prestige <laughs> was the biggest reason the family has the cafe. Go figure, yeah. huh? I'm, Only I'm, in Italy. I'm not in shock, because come on now, they just got caught. <laughs> I know, but I mean, think about it. I mean, you, uh, that just is incredulous. It's something like that. I mean, you, you, you could see it happening in Italy. You wouldn't see it here probably as much, but you could see it happening in Italy. I'm sure it's not in the past. It's just like I say, now with the camera, with everything, you get cut more easier. But I've always been there. I think, I think it could be. Probably, probably. Okay. So, here's another story that came to us from the Guardian on hmm. April 26. It's uh, the story is I have given up the fight. The Italy's Robin Caruso is finally going to leave his island. Okay. So there's a man who's known as Italy's Robin Caruso who's been living alone on an island in the Mediterranean for 30 years. He's on the island of, uh, let me see, what's the name of the island? Budeli. Where? The island of Budeli, which is a little island off of Sardinia, okay? Very, very well-known little island there. And and oh, apparently um, the guy, initially, uh, Mirandi, uh, an Italian guy, he was, he, he, uh, was about to retire, so he, in 1989, he basically was sailing his catamaran. He had a trip he was going to make down to the South Pacific, but kind of in a twist of faith, the, the boat broke down and he landed on the beach there on this island of Butelli. Uh, since then, he basically became yeah. the caretaker of the island. Okay. He okay. lives in a uh, World War II shelter that's overlooking the bay. He's got to know every tree, every animal on the island. Um, he's basically taking care of it, the, the, all the environment there, all the plants, animals. He's given tourist tours of the island. It's really been something he's done and a great deal of love on this island, okay? But it's a law in the island? Or well, people? it's an island that's just off of Sardinia there. Now, apparently, though, here's where it gets a little hinky here. Uh, in 2016, a judge ruled that the island that was uh, uh, previously privately owned goes back now to the Italian government, 
And so now they're kicking this guy off the island. They're closing down the tourists. They won't let anybody come there. They won't let anybody swim there in the water on the beach. I mean, the government's getting involved. Of course, they're wrecking it for everybody again. Okay. And they're basically. But wait, Budelli is the called Spiaggia Rosa. That the most famous beaches there. That's most what. famous beaches, yeah. Okay, but they're not letting anybody go there. They're closing it all down for whatever who knows. Okay. Uh, this guy who's done a great job taking care of it over the years. They're kicking him off. You know, he has a lot of supporters who are very, very upset about this because they're, they're saying, "Who's going to take care of it as good as this guy did?" Uh, you know, and they just see it as, as a destruction of paradise, okay? So it's really, really too bad. Another thing showing you where the government gets involved in something they screw it up. Mirandi, by the way, is originally from Modena of northern Italy up in my Europe, neck of the woods. And, uh, he's going to be moved to a nearby island, La Maddalena, um, where he's going to get a small apartment, uh, there, he, you know, He's kind of trying to make the best of it. He says, at least I'll be looking at the sea. So, you know, okay. God bless him. It's too bad. Again, this type of thing has to happen, isn't it? I want to swim in the ocean close to the Hawaii. Maybe I'll find some island that can stay there. Exactly. <laughs> well, folks, that's your Italian news. We're going to be right back after this quick word from our sponsors with some great food. It's all about coffee today. Food and beverage, my favorite segment, coming right up after this break. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. If I seem too scintillate, it's because I've got a date. A date with a package of all the things that come with love. You don't have to ask me, I won't waste your time. But if you should ask me why I feel sublime. We're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. 
Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs. Part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. So, Marcia, what do we got for food today? My favorite part of the show, you know? I know. I guess something simple. I think summertime, when I get close to that, it's all simple food. So, today's a drink. Coffee, coffee drinks. Yeah. Coffee our, drinks. Our coffee news, everything. So, I say, why are we going to stay with coffee at this point? Oh, yeah. Exactly. I love coffee drinks. Some lesson to people, you know, to what they expect when they ask something Italian, what they want. So, so, this, I, so, so this is when they go to Italy, because yeah. obviously here, I mean, one of the things we're talking about in today's show when, when we get to our guest segment is how the Italians, you know, are upset with this whole thing going on with Starbucks and all these right. American coffee companies trying to, you know, take credit for bringing Italian coffee and espresso to the world when it really is us who did it, right? Um, so when you go to Italy, right. this is how you're going to order coffee in Italy. This is what, what it means, oh. okay, right? I explain to you some different. So you have an idea what you ask, like ristretto. If you ask ristretto, what it means, stretto, is really sure. It's a sure shot. So right. it's really concentrate coffee, but they give it to you. Instead of the cup like this, it's going to be less of this. It's yeah. really concentrate espresso, okay? Right. That's ristretto. They, they, even, they even sing like that in that song with Toto Cattuglio. He's talking about <laughs> ristretto. He's talking about... Keeping, okay. you know, the Italian culture pure and not letting it, you know, get watered okay. down by the Americans, right? All okay. right. Come on. Sweat. Okay. Listen now. Now, if you want a little bigger, cafe lungo, but don't expect to have like a cup, okay? Yeah. It's not like that. It's just thin cup we have a little longer. So it's a little bit, well, let's say a little lighter. It's more water. It's less concentrate. Make sense? Got okay. Got it. Then you can say with latte, you can add, we do milk inside, they add right, yeah. if you want, you can do that too. Another one type we have a lot in summertime is cafe ghiacciato. That's an icy coffee. Cafe ghiacciato. Ghiacciato. Cafe ghiacciato. Very good. Cafe it's ghiacciato. Like, um, ice, that's ice coffee, right? Yes, yes. It's, it, I remember my grandma used to do every time we left over the coffee in the, the mocha, right, right. you put in a little cup with some ice cube or some sugar ready. Some they put milk, some they don't. My yeah, grandma gets yeah. milk. So she makes it, she put it in the freezer. And that's right. when you get out the summertime to drink like that. That's one. Then we have cafe affogato. Cafe affogato, which is to drown, because we talked about that on a past show. Drowning in coffee, basically, right? Yeah. Well, you have the coffee, and then I put the, um, well, yeah, sorry, I get on. Um, the vanilla ice cream, I want to speak Italian and English, it's a little confusing here. The right. ice cream, and you put the espresso on top of that, okay? Got and it. They, they give it like a dessert. You can have it after dinner or after, you know, lunch. You want I like think a- we did that, if, if you recall, with Scott from Beecherine. And not only did he use the coffee, but he had a coffee liqueur he put on uh-huh. it. Because they make mm-hmm. that great coffee liqueur. Uh, and I forget what it's called right now, but it, they carry it. It's really fantastic. It's like, you know, having a Sunday with a kick. All right, we've got one more. What, what's, what's the last one? Next one we can call Café Freddo. That Café too. Freddo, like which is cold, right? Cold coffee, yes. And that, you can make it creamy too. It's coffee, they put sugar, they put milk, icy. So, and you mix oh, I love it. that. And I love uh, that stuff. That is really good too. And you can make it more creamy. There's some things you can Google it, you can find it out to do it. 
have fun, but do it Italian way. So if you well, food, we, have you to mention, we have to mention mm. that people, uh, you know, you're listening to the segment because of Tito's vodka. Yes. So if you really want to make some great coffee, you got to put a little bit of coffee liqueur and a whole bunch of Tito's vodka in with your coffee. Then you got the perfect cup of coffee for whatever you want. So we appreciate Tito's handmade vodka from Austin, Texas, bringing us this cooking segment. Marcia, great job as always. You're welcome. So now, Marcia, you know we have a really, really special artist of the week today. Um, this is you know, amongst the fact that we play a lot of uh, well-known, um, renowned, you know, artists. Everybody from Frank Sinatra. Right. I Martin, you know, who of course are deceased, to uh, current guys like Eros Ramosati, Zucchero, and those. We love to also present new artists, uh, which we've done over the years, uh, both new artists from Italy as well as new Italian American artists. And we got a guy here, I wouldn't say he's a new uh, artist, but he's new to us because we were thrilled when Stephen Pishner contacted ABC uh, and sent us some of his music. What a fantastic Italian-American entertainer. Uh, Stephen, welcome to the show. And, of course, now tell everybody what your real Italian name is. <laughs> My family's real name is Piscioneri, and they come from Cavalonia in Calabria. And my, my mother's last name was Alessio, and they come from San Giovanni in Fiore in the provincia di Cosenza. Gotcha. So I imagine when you came through Ellis Island, when your relatives came through, like with many of us, they shortened the name down to Pishner probably, huh? Exactly. And there are actually, there are, there are Pishners who are of German descent, and I used to get um, advertisements for books about find your heritage. You know, this is before all the online stuff where you could find your heritage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're related to all these Pishners, and I go, no, 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 no. Those people are German. We are Italian. <laughs> now, you live in West Virginia, right? Virginia. There's a lot of Italian people in West Virginia. They can't be... They have a great festival there, don't they, somewhere in West Virginia? We, we have the West Virginia Italian Heritage Festival at Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Festival. I've played I've played every one since I was from the start, since I was a sixth grader. And uh, in 1979, and I've played every one of them. But in 1984, I created a band, and we played for the first time then. And it just took off. Uh, and the name of your band is? Amici. 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 Amici means things. Yeah. How, many pe- how many people are in the band? Just four. And, okay. uh, you guys and so, put out a lot of stuff for just four people. We're going to play some, some <laughs> stuff here in a minute. You guys sound like you're a big band for four people. That's yeah. pretty darn good. That's what we do. And I, I actually, I looked in the dictionary, and it opened up to the A section in the Italian dictionary. and said, Amici, go bang, there it is. So I, I chose Amici, and there it is. And we. Are, are your bandmates all Italian also? One other one is I have a cousin who's actually a, a professional chef, and he plays drums. And the other two are good friends. One I went to school with, so it's it's two and two. But you know, I always say we're the Italians, and the other two have Italian stomachs. Yeah, love- yeah. Well, I got to tell you, that's interesting. You should say that because I, especially when I was listening to your recordings, I love your voice and I love your drummer. I just love the drummer. So, um, interesting that those are the two guys who are Italian. So, you have an amazing voice. What I love about y- your music is that you do a lot of different styles of music. Correct. And, and you do Italian, you do Italian-American, you do some pop music. And and you even take some songs that would not normally be Italian songs, you Italianize them. And then you take other songs 
uh, like uh, some old Italian songs, and you kind of make them sound like new songs, almost like new rock or pop songs. It's very cool. Right, and that's, that's to appeal to an audience who would recognize the melody, but there may be younger people or people who want different styles of music. They say, well, you know, it's the same thing over and over again. So can we put, you know, new air, new breath through some, some of these songs that have lasted the test of time, you know? And that's what we've always done since 84. Well, that's great. So now we're going to start playing your medley in just a few seconds here. Tell people really quickly where they can learn more about your band and if they want to get some of your recordings and stuff, where can they go? Okay, iTunes and Amazon Music have the Italian stuff especially. Um, if you just Google my name, Stephen Pishner, as itself, it's all over the place with all the digital stuff, iHeartRadio, you know, all the different ones, Spotify. And then also, um, if you go to my Facebook page, Amici in America, Amici in America uh, has a lot of stuff about the band. And That's uh, fantastic. That's great. Okay, without further ado, folks, this is a great Italian-American band out of West Virginia. They're playing all over. Hopefully, they'll come to your town, maybe play your Italian festival. Here is Stephen Pishner and Amici. Quando mamma te t'ha fatte Vos sapete come facete, vos sapete come facete Che pistasti carne belle, che pistasti carne belle Tutto camatette, tutto quella camatette. Cento rose ingabocciate, dinti e martella mescate. Latte rose rosellate, te facette in coppa fatta. Somewhere beyond the sea, somewhere. Waiting for me My lover stands on golden sands And watches the ships that go sailing Ma perché Restare qui Se la platea Già deserta che, che cerco qui, che voglio più del successo. Ma
Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony Lestella with West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show. I have a great guy here, a person that I have interacted with so much in the past, who has probably the best Italian coffee that I've tasted on the West Coast of the United States. And the amazing thing is here's an Italian-American guy who's making the real thing, real authentic Italian coffee. And where is he located? in Federal Way, Washington, with a facility, an Italian coffee, it's authentic facility that will blow your mind. Joe Mancuso, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Thanks for the kind words, too. I got to tell you, you know, I I was so impressed. Uh, I remember a while back I took a tour. I got to do it again because it's been a few years. I took a tour of your facility there. Uh, and seeing how you do things and the amount of coffee you produce. Uh, and you, you show me everything from your old press. I remember, you know, that you had this old ancient Italian coffee press to the modern stuff you do. So mm-hmm. first I got to tell you, I have to ask, before we get into the coffee business, where does your family come from in Italy? So my mom and dad were uh, born uh, and raised in Sicily. So in uh, the old country. So my All mom right. from Saragusa. And my dad was from was from uh, Santa Catarina. Yeah, very nice. And when did they come to the United States? 
so my mom, you know, my mom, dad, brother, and sister were all born in Italy. And I was the only one in the family born in the United States uh-huh. in 1972. Wow. Wow. And so when they came here, did they come right to the Washington area or did they? Yeah, we came to, to we came to the Seattle area. Yeah, in Washington. So what attracted yeah. your family to this area? You know, Tony, it was really just opportunity. It was an opportunity for, for me and for my brother and sister because there was, you know, lacking opportunity in yeah. Italy at the time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you grew up in the real authentic Italian household with parents from Italy who spoke Italian and, you know, had the real great food and stuff, okay? Yeah, I, I had the benefit. I mean, I loved it because I, I grew up in a traditional Italian family, um, but was introduced to, you know, the American culture as well. So I, I kind of grew up with both. Yeah, both yeah, things. yeah. So, you know, Italian coffee, to me, Italian coffee is a dear thing. I mean, if I don't have my espresso, first thing in the morning, I go nuts, you know. I, I, my, I don't even feel like my blood is flowing until then. Okay? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what got you interested in, in you know, starting coffee, dark? How, how did this whole thing begin? You know, it's, it's interesting. So, you know, the company was founded in 1985. At that, at that particular time, Starbucks had just four stores, right? They've got a few right, more to right. pay. And so my brother-in-law, Mauro Chipola, founded the company along with my sister in 1985. And, you know, when I, you know, in the summers, I used to beg my sister to take me to work, right, to the roasting plant. <laughs> so how, how old were you? the roasting plant. And I used to run around and, and kind of help. And so you used uh, a kid then, right? You used I was a kid. A kid absolutely. Yeah, right, right. And that's really my introduction um, to Cafe Darte. And, you know, evolving from that. You know, I started working in the company uh, really when I was 16 years old. Right. And um, everything from the roasting side, um, the training side, the sales opportunities. Um, it's just a, it's a great, 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 great fun industry for sure. Wow. Wow. All right. So then you took over the company, obviously, yep. when you became yep. an adult. Right. And yep. and you made what it is. So, you know, you have. So tell us, I, I, I've toured your factory, but for those who haven't, tell us the, the, what you do. Yeah, how you absolutely. deliver this authentic Italian coffee. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the, 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 the main thing that we do is that we're using traditional Italian techniques and methods when we're buying coffees when we're roasting coffees and blending coffees. It's old school, Tony. You've seen it here. So a primary thing that we do is when we buy coffees from around the world, we roast each bean by itself to the peak of color and caramelization. We roast- I I remember that when we were there, you showed me that, yeah. Yeah, and we roasted it. Yeah, we roast it a little bit slow. We allow the sugars to caramelize a little bit slower. It reduces down the acidity that you can find in coffee. After that, we um, we allow the coffees to cool, and then we post blend. And what that allows us to do is, you know, coffee is a prof- uh, is a product of nature, and as nature changes, sit, so does the flavor profile. Right, so we right. we have the different coffees. We according to the recipes um, that we have, we we post blend them, and that allows us to achieve great body, great aroma, great crema even as nature changes. So we're keeping that the very highest level of consistency and quality as nature right. changes. So where, where do you get your, like your, your coffee beans? I remember you get them from different places around the world. Yeah. Uh, where, where do most of your coffee beans come from? You know, primarily, you know, Central and South America is right. the yeah. predominant yeah. coffees where we buy. I do buy some Indonesian and some African coffees, but predominantly 
uh, Central and South America. And so when people want to get your coffees, uh, I, I, well, where can they find your coffees? Are you at the major stores or what? Yeah, you know, we, we own six cafes, you know, as a company. We've got yeah, one yeah. downtown uh, Seattle. We've just opened up last year at the SeaTac Airport. Um, but predominantly, we're a wholesale business. So our coffees are going to be most commonly found in restaurants, coffee shops, hotels, delicatessens, bakeries, and those types of things. That's fantastic. So our viewers in Southern California, our listeners down there throughout the West Coast, uh, they can find these coffees. If they want to get these, they can go to your website, I'm sure. So, so, so tell us where you're about. Yeah, you can go to, obviously, you can go to our website, um, cafedarte.com, and we, and you can have, uh, we have everything from a subscription service. We have customers that order coffee. Uh, you know, coffee goes, gets shipped out every two weeks. They can uh, have the ability to seek out where they could find the local, the, the uh, customer that's close to them as well to go right, get the right, coffee. Right. Yep. So you sent us this great package, which I very much appreciate getting. And now my co-host Marcia, I'm going to get her because, you know, she, she's not with us at this moment, but I'm going to get her package to her too. Um, and there was something in there that I thought was really unique that I'd never seen before with any, it, with any coffee, Italian or not Italian, is you have a thing, it's, it's like a tea bag. It's yeah. Yeah. Coffee. So, it's, but it's, but it's a, like a coffee bag. So tell me about that. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a cool product. We just developed it and we actually developed it for a, a hotel chain that wanted to, um, improve their in-room coffee experience, but they wanted to be sustainable. So this product, um, we roast it, we blend it, and then it's packaged into a, a tea bag sachet. And all you do is you put it in a cup, you add hot water to it, you let it steep for three to five minutes, and you have a wonderful cup of coffee. You know, and I, and I haven't tried it yet because I just got the package here, uh, like yesterday. So I, but yeah. I definitely need to try that. Because, you know, we all live these busy lifestyles, right? Yep. And, of course, mm-hmm. anytime I can, I roast my coffee the old way. I got the thing that goes on top of my my uh, stove. You know, you pull out the top. The stove top, goes, yeah. The stove top, whole thing, the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the metal Italian roaster. But, you know, um, when you get in a real hurry at times, so I'm looking forward to that. That looks like a very cool do- thing. You, you, you yeah, together, yeah. You know? The other, the other coffee that was I sent to you was um, our our coffee that's wood roasted. So the machine that we have that does that is was built in 1949 in Naples, wow. Italy. Wow. And it is, talk about uh, a craft, a piece of equipment. Uh, we use older wood to create the heat and fire for the roasting process. Unbelievable, special, very unique. We're only one of a handful of companies in America that have a machine and a product like that. Really, really special. That's kind of like drinking a fine scotch. Where they yes. have a certain type of roasting they do, you know, with a peat. I mean, I, so I get it. I mean, it really is fantastic. So, you know, what's next for, you know, Coffee Dada Day? Yeah. They, uh, you know, what's next is really, it's continuing what we've been doing. And that's really being true to who we are as a company, really niche orientated and the type of clients that come on board with the company um, and really just growing in the Northwest. We've been able to, you know, from the early uh, 2000s, go from that, just that Seattle centric company to more of a regional roaster. We have right, right. Um, facilities throughout the Northwest, training centers and technical uh, classes 
And it's just really growing uh, in that method. So now I have to ask this question because, of course, today's show, our whole theme was, uh, if you've read the New York Times recently, there have been articles now about how the Italian government is appealing like to the United Nations or whoever they appeal to on this, where they're trying to get recognition for bringing, you know, espresso and cappuccinos and this to the world. I think they're really bugged by the fact that there have been so many of these companies like Starbucks and other American coffee companies that and I'm not taking away from, you know, what they do, but that, you know, they're trying to get credit for this. So what's your whole read on this whole thing? I mean, because really, we as Italians, we develop this stuff, right? Yeah, and you're exactly right. I mean, the Italians are recognized as the ones that, you know, created the espresso method in the process. And and um, they've always been recognized um, as, as uh, you know, the leaders in that particular product and that, uh, that extraction. And, um, you know, but, you know, the United States has come a long way. And um, the Italians kind of maybe took a... Um, they kind of maybe rested for a while, but I think they're rejuvenated now and uh, really focus on quality. Um, but uh, you can find some wonderful coffees here in the United States as well. But I would say there definitely is a difference. I mean, I notice uh, when I when I drink your coffee because you know I, I so I worked for many years uh, in the opera with in New York New York City, mm-hmm. and uh, the popular coffee coffee back there was Bustello. Oh yeah, uh, but there was a difference. There's definitely a difference with a good Italian coffee. And like I say, what would you say really is the thing that separates Italian coffee from anything else? It's really it's it's buying the right ingredient. It's knowing how to buy and and how that coffee is going to perform um, when you're roasting it and how it's going to perform during the extraction. So you know, a wonderful coffee. You're going to have good body, good aroma. You can't get that from just a single origin coffee. You're going to be handcuffed to a to a particular flavor profile. Right, but if you right. know how to buy a, a Brazilian coffee that has chocolate and vanilla tones and a Honduras coffee that gives you a little bit of brightness, you know how to roast them, you know how to put them together, you can have something wonderful. That's fantastic. Folks, we're with Joe Mancuso, who is the CEO, the president of Cafe Darte, fantastic Italian coffee, the real deal that they're, you know, he's doing right here in Federal Way, Washington, of all places. Joe, tell our listeners one more time where they can go to find out more about your company and to order some of your great coffee. You can uh, visit our website at cafedarte.com. And you can learn more about the company, uh, find out where our locations are, and how to get a hold of us. All right. This is Tony Lestella with the ABC Talk and News Network. The Italian radio show will be right back after this word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Cita cielo sta compagno vostra, che ho perduto suo
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk radio network. Well, Marcia, I know we have some great uh, Italian phrases today, kind of keeping with the theme that we have with today's show, Italian coffee. So what do you got for us? We got frasi del caffè, okay? Frasi del caffè, phrases so, uh, of the coffee. Right? Those people that are passionate about coffee. Gotcha, so, okay. All right. Really strong, be ready. Quando io morirò, tu portami il caffè e vedrai che io resusciterò come Lazzaro. Says when I die, I like I like this one. When I die, you bring me coffee, and you will see that I am resurrected like Lazarus. I yeah. like that. That's a great one. You know, I got to remember that. The people that serious about this don't remove the coffee. Oh, no kidding. A riempire una stanza basta una caffettiera sul fuoco. Which is a coffee pot on the stove is enough to fill a room. That's pretty good. It means it's true. you the attract smell. a lot of people, right? I love it. The smell is unbelievable. You it, is, it is. It is. 
I love great smelling coffee. I know there are mm. some people who don't like coffee. My wife is not a coffee fan, and she's oh. just the opposite. But most people, you're right. It's kind of like walking in when you smell good Italian food cooking. It's the same thing. You smell good coffee, and you just go nuts, and it really attracts you to it. You know, in the morning, you know it's morning. You got to get up. That's absolutely. All right. What's your next one? Come con arte va preparato, così con arte va bevuto. And basically, that means as with art, it must be prepared. So with art, it must be drunk. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. So you prepare it with art and you drink it artfully. Next one. Si cambia più facilmente religione che caffè. Your religion, you change religions more easily than you change coffee brands. And I would say that that is probably accurate. I know that, uh, like, for instance, years ago, when I was living in New York City and I was singing there, I got drinking a certain espresso. And, boy, since that time, that's the only espresso I wanted. Fortunately, <laughs> now they also have it available out here in the stores. So um, very, very nice job on your coffee, uh, you know, on your coffee yeah. phrases. Uh, and there are many great coffee, uh, coffee brands, right. as you know. Uh, yeah. some of them, um, there's even some here in the States that have the do Italian coffee and the authentic Italian coffee, like Cafe d'Arte, for instance, and others, uh, where they import it and they're run by Italian people. But, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. great, great espresso is pretty hard to beat, isn't it? That's right. Is it me? I mean, it makes such a big difference for wake up in the morning. You have to have a good coffee. <laughs> oh, no kidding. No kidding. Oh. All right. Well, Mark's here. We're back here with one, you know, more segment of the West Coast Italian radio show uh, for this week. Um, it's time to do Italian events. You know, we got some great Italian events that are happening all over the uh, Western United States here. Uh, mm-hmm. that we need to tell people about, okay? So these are kind of the major ones. You may have additional events in each of your areas, so make sure you check with your local Italian organizations. But we're going to kind of hit some of the biggies here that are coming up over the next few months. So the first one, this kind of sounds like a cool one here, Marcia. On um, Sunday, June 6th, there is the 100th Statuto Race. Mm-hmm. You may, may ask, what is a statuto race? I don't exactly know what a statuto race is. But uh, it takes place at the San Francisco Italian Athletic Club uh, in downtown San Francisco, California. And it is a great event, it sounds like this. We, we need to find out more about what a statuto race is. But it's put on in conjunction with a Make-A-Wish of the Greater Bay Area, you know, Make-A-Wish Foundation for the Greater Bay Area, is the charity partner, and it basically helps children who have critical illnesses, you know, gives them their wishes. So what a great cause that is, and we really need to contact those people. We'll find out more about that to let you know in future shows, okay? Now we're going to move kind of off toward the latter end of the summer, so we're just going to give you a couple of these to save the dates on, and as we get closer to these events, we'll tell you more about them. Saturday, August 21st through Sunday, August 22nd, you have the San Jose Italian Family Festa uh, on September 10th through September 14th. We have the Festa Italiana Fisherman's Festival. That's down in Monterey, California, 
Always a great time down there. Very, very active Italian people down in Monterey, California. Uh, we interact with them a lot. Wonderful folks. Then we move back up to the northwest. We have September 10th through 12th, the San Gennaro Festival in Seattle. And then just following that, the end of the month, September 24th and 26th, the big Festa Italiana in Seattle, one of the biggest Italian festivals on the West Coast there. They've been going on for uh, 35 years, I think, right around there. Wonderful, wonderful festival. Uh, a couple more to leave you with here, folks. October 2nd and 3rd, the Los Angeles Italian Festival down in Hollywood and Highland. Always a great, great day with our Italian friends in L.A. down there. They do a wonderful, wonderful festival. And last but not least, a great festival that we kind of end the festival season with. In Reno, Nevada, the El Dorado Hotel does a great Italian festival down there. That takes place October 9th and October 10th. Make sure you check out all these festivals uh, you know, travel to them if they're in your areas. I mean, travel to them if they're not in your areas. And, of course, you can also check with all your local Italian organizations for all the other wonderful Italian events going on in and throughout your community. So, you know, Marcia, that's pretty much is our show for the week. We want to remind everybody, we got a great after-hours show. You guys like this show, you're going to love our after-hours show. Okay, because this show, you know, and we love working with ABC, absolutely. But, you know, the FCC only allows us to say certain things on the air if you catch my drift. And, of course, we're very Italian. I'm from, from the East Coast. She's from Italy. So we like to call things the way we see them and, you know, not mince words. And we got some wonderful topics, some wonderful guests. Make sure you go to our website, WCIR.biz. There's a link there for the After Hours show. Got to be 18 or over, but you're going to have a lot of fun. Subscribe to it. It's a, just a hoot. It's a blast, and you're going to have a wonderful time listening to it. And, of course, you can hear this show all week long. Share it, please, with all your friends, with all of your family, anywhere in the world. You can always get our show 24-7, uh, the show right here from ABC. It's available on our website. If you go to WCIR.biz, there's a little link at the top of the page where you click. That gives you all of our shows, uh, both this week's show, any of our past shows, everything in archives for the last six years. So make sure you share that with all your friends because we uh, we absolutely love our listeners and love getting feedback from you. And, you know, remember, we uh, you're listening to us, the WCIR West Coast Italian Radio Network. We're on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network, broadcasting at KMET 1190 AM from Palm Springs, with affiliate stations picking us up all over the USA. We love all of you. We love all of our affiliate stations. God bless you all. We'll be back next week with a brand new show. And ciao a tutti. A salute. A little Dean Martin song for you. Ciao, ciao, bambina. Ciao. The rain is falling. Once more I kiss you Ooh. And thank goodbye Our love was just like what? A fairy story Oh my But all its glory